0: Welcome back to
1: the IRR show, and I'd like to introduce you to a guest you've heard before. Our esteemed uh, head honcho, can I call you that? The CEO of the IRR himself, Dr. Franz Cornier. Hi, Franz. Welcome back to the show.
0: Hi, Sarah. It's great to be interviewed by a colleague as esteemed as yourself.
1: Thank you very much. I will I will put that in my CV and uh, make sure it, it advances me further. Um, Franz we are going to discuss probably quite a pithy uh, campaign with with an even pithier um, title. It's called Stop Hashtag Citizen Abuse. Now, previously, most of our campaigns have always revolved around staving off future bad action by the government, such as um, expropriation without compensation, the national health insurance, prescribed assets, etc., But this campaign, hashtag citizen abuse, is really centered around what has happened over the last particularly 20 odd years that the government has done to the citizenry and to the extent to which the citizenry is increasingly suffering from government abuse, theft, um, incompetence, etc. Tell me how you got around, how you came to this idea of actually stopping citizen abuse and addressing it?
0: Citizen abuse, I think, is going to become a very important term. And the the campaign to address it was inspired by a series of events. One was our growing appreciation of the economic damage done to families as a consequence of the lockdowns last year. You know, one in ten people lost their jobs. Sorry. Mm-hmm. and uh, uh one of my analyst colleagues showed me a chart that there were by the end of last year less people in employment in South Africa than had been the case in 2008 and the hardship that that brings about just imagine the trauma and how that trauma is 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 spread across Poor and increasingly middle-class communities. The fear. How do you deal with it? You go home. You don't have a job. And, and this isn't in an economy that will leap back to to what it was, as has happened in the Ameri- in, in America, where the unemployment rate has come back in a very short while to the to a level of about six percent, which is the moving average of the last twenty-five years. And um, then we we so we saw that we saw the corruption around the COVID funds. And I think we've become kind of immune to allegations of corruption because there have been so many. And maybe as people who live here, you feel, you know, it's terrible. They stole a mining license or whatever. But this was different. I mean, that is all terrible. But here, here the, 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 the politicians and the officials who run the country stole the money that was meant to save people from this terrible virus. And that theft, if the media reports are accurate, extended into the highest office in the country. That was, that was a thing and and a, a a third thing i think that, that really got this moving in recent weeks was the use of water cannons on the people queuing for social grants you may have come across the story if you're listening to this of people were queuing for social mm-hmm. grants and the police opened up on them with a water cannon these are the most vulnerable people in society treated like that by their government. And on and on. And we realise that our individual campaigns, we've run many, uh to stop uh, uh asset prescription, to stop expropriation, uh to to stop corruption inside the police and abuse of citizens by the police. Um, to cut corruption, We've, you can't anymore have a single issue because there's a broader institutional problem. And, and the way to summarize that is that what has been allowed to become the case now is the outright abuse of South Africa's citizens by its government. It's citizen abuse. The, we saw a degree of that also in the finance minister's speech, who is a man who has his own merits, of course. But we, we did an assessment of the tax burden, which on society, we judge, has increased by 30% since 1994 in terms of the overall tax burden on the country. You calculate that by looking at how much tax does the government take as a share of the size of the economy. And we developed other insights as well, uh, such as the fact that uh, uh, as a consequence of policy uncertainty on South Africa, if if you're a RAND-denominated person, your assets are in RANDs, you've probably lost 50% of your net wealth in the past decade because of South Africa's uh, uh, poor growth prospects and the threats to its future, such as around expropriation. Now that's, if you're a person near retirement, you've worked your entire life. The last decade, 10% of that was taken away from you by callous politicians. And worse than that is very often working people and the middle classes are then treated with further contempt by, by the government and by very many, many activists. They blame for inequality. Employers are blamed for unemployment. Uh, uh farmers are blamed for the for for the slow pace of land reform and so you 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 get you face the physical abuse at the hands of the state what you've worked for the value is destroyed and then you get personally attacked and stigmatized for the consequences and uh we 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 think a tipping point has been reached and we've started now, you find it on, on the web and in other places, uh, something we call a campaign to stop citizen abuse. I'll get into, into for a second for you if you ask me how it works, mm-hmm. to place pressure, because pressure breeds reform. It's all politics is about forcing balance of power to create the pressure on Mr. Ramaphosa and the South African government. To pull back from these abuses, which are doing such damage to our country,
1: can can I just say, France? So I've had some examples this week of, of particularly sort of egregious abuse. The one is in the f- a failure to provide or maintain uh, water systems, and for the very poor, this apparently has developed a really almost it's exacerbated uh, uh, mental mental health issues because people are t- are virtually terribly afraid of. Of dying of thirst or, or, or starving to death because there's no water for them to use. Um, I also see, for example, that I just got as we came on now. I just received a notice to attend a a protest next week in Randburg, um, and the uh, the request was very sort of um, interestingly worded. It, it, it obviously didn't come from someone whose whose home language is English, but it was very heartfelt. And it concerns the, the fact that ordinary the people within the suburban areas are are khatful. They, they are not having their service needs met. Um, and to some extent, those who can have started to take it into their own hands to do so.
0: Yeah. A very important strategic objective as we seek to build pressure on the government to stop this is to unite South Africans in a common understanding that to a lesser or greater extent, it doesn't matter who you are, You are a victim of citizen abuse and we have this in common with each other. Mm -hmm. So if you are a, a desperately poor person in a shack settlement in the sort of open plains of the free state and you haven't had water in your community, clean water reliably for years, you're, you're, you're not in a fundamentally different position from the slightly more upmarket Uh, much more upmarket community of Hibberdeen on the south coast, also Mm. hasn't had water for weeks. Of course, you experience that in different ways. If you are a person who lives in a community where there just aren't any jobs, the the fear, the trauma, the psychological damage you experience as a consequence is not entirely dissimilar from what happens in a middle-class household the a person came home in the last year and to tell his family, we don't actually have a job anymore, we don't know how we'll pay the bond, we don't know how we'll... It's a similar thing. Now, throughout South Africa's history, where wherever this has begun to happen, the government has turned to a tactic of divide and rule. To tell society, no, don't unite in common opposition to what we would now term citizen abuse. In fact, you who are very poor, the problem is the people who are a bit richer. And you Mm -hmm. must support us to torment them because only then can you be liberated. But that's nonsense because the, the root cause of the reason why a middle class chap recently lost his job is not removed from the reason why there are communities in this country where people haven't had jobs for decades. The, the the core of the reason of why there are communities in, in rural communities of shacks that do not have clean water is not a different reason to why Hibberdine doesn't have water or why Grahamstown ran out of water so completely they had to close the university. It's the same mm-hmm. thing. And if we want to create pressure breeds reform, and I'll talk more about that as we go on, if you mm-hmm. want to create pressure effectively on South Africa's government, You need a broadly united front of citizens to do that. If you allow the government to get away with telling one group of citizens that the problem is not the government, it's the other group of citizens. So you tell, you tell black citizens, no, no, it's, it's not us, the government, it's the whites. Uh, activists on the white right tell white communities, it's not, it's, it's, it's the blacks that are doing this. For example, you, you end up in a position where no one's going to get ahead. Mm-hmm. So, citizen abuse. The campaign wants to create the awareness in people's minds, educate them, and show them how the 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 damage they have faced in South Africa is not unique. It's shared by all communities to a lesser or greater extent. And also, flowing from that, if you want a better life, it's not going to happen on your own inside your wall. The state. It's only going to happen. If, if your neighbor, if Napoora community also has better prospects. So central to the success of creating pressure on the government to stop citizen abuse must be the ability to demonstrate to the state that this time around, the great majority of South Africa's uh, citizens are united on the question of citizen abuse. They might agree, disagree on other things. They might vote for different parties. They might have different religious beliefs. They might have different um, sports interests. But but the one thing that's going to make us one is that we know that we are abused by this government and we want that to stop. So that's that's a critical step. And, and we'll do a vast amount of media, a vast amount of education. It's essentially what I'm doing with you now, to 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 make South Africans realise you you are not. Alien to your neighbor. Your future and, and, and what that holds is not going to be a different trajectory to the guy next to you. And we need to stand together on this point if we are to get the citizen abuse to stop.
1: Perhaps a, a good example on the positive side of exactly those issues that unite us has been the action that citizens took to get a court to order the municipality to cede their management of the water and sewage plant in the Costa region, where you had exactly the people who had the skills, who could obtain the finance to take over the sewage plant and completely get it working within, I don't know, I think it was a matter of of, of weeks. And you, you saw exactly that. It was not only just to the benefit of the middle class who could do it, but it was a benefit to the people who were living in those shacks, who were wading through raw sewage. Um, and, of course, you need water not only to live, but you need water for, for businesses to run and, therefore, to employ people. So the whole ratchet effect points to an issue of absolute unity.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's the second pillar of this, to demonstrate methods by which communities can start the process of putting an end to citizen abuse on their own and before the government realises the importance of doing it. And there are very many great examples of that starting organically. We want to make people aware of those, teach them the models, they can replicate them. course, is an example, Harry Smith is an example, Mm -hmm. of where black and white people came together to sort out a disastrous state of affairs with regards to service delivery. I was told some time ago the story by a businessman who brought his, his his some of his colleagues. They happened to be white, and they had a truck. It was the nature of the business. And they drove into a nearby uh, 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 poorer community, mainly a black one, and just started filling the potholes. And they said the community around them started to join them. And before they knew it, they had achieved, the, the sort of government came creeping out of its offices, to see what was going on. And they said, well, we've come to do your job for you and we're going to do it together. And an important part of this, is, of this campaign is to demonstrate to communities that you can start the process of rebuilding on your own. If you're disappointed at the quality of municipal services or the response you get from government officials, one of your options is actually just to take it over yourself. Even from a financial perspective, and you, 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 of course, run such advice past your attorneys, you can start to consider models where you short-circuit uh, your rates payments by paying fees into trust accounts and using that to finance service delivery, where you're confident that you could demonstrate to a court and get the permission of that court to take over the functions of the government for yourself. So the first thing we want to do is we want to educate people that you're all victims of the same thing. Secondly, that you can come together across every dividing line in the society and start the process of rebuilding your community and thereby lessen automatically your exposure to the abuses of the state. The state abuse is not just when you shoot pensioners with a water can, State abuse, on government abuse and citizen abuse also happens when your community's infrastructure collapses, when sewage flows into the Wild River and wrecks all the tourism businesses uh, down the river. These are all examples. And if you wait for Pretoria to come and do it, you'll wait forever. If you do it on your own, you you can take the first steps towards recovery and create immense pressure on the government to up its... It's, it's performance as a consequence.
1: France, yesterday a couple, a couple, three of our colleagues went to hand uh, over a memorandum to President Ramaphosa. I, um, I don't think he invited them for tea, but I think someone eventually took the memorandum. Um, was, what, what was the purpose of that? Was that to start a, a sort of, a sort of great awareness, you know, to really get it uh, visually going? Um, or did you honestly, or did you think that <laughs> he might actually listen?
0: Yeah, well, the uh, some of our junior colleagues went to union buildings yesterday with no fanfare or anything, because you shouldn't need that. And they knocked on the door, literally, and they said, "We we are here, and we are South African young South Africans, and we're worried about where the future is going, and we've decided to launch a campaign to stop citizen abuse, and you run the country, so we want to tell you what we're doing and why." In, in, and they handed over a memorandum setting out the problem and setting out the, the, the solutions and what communities and people would start to do. Not, not to, not to ask the permission of the government and not to, not, not to, not to seek its, 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 um, consent, but to say this is what's going to happen. And the reception was very good. I'm pleased to say. Mm-hmm. And, and the reception was, was friendly and professional and the presidency has promised us that they will respond to, 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 to this movement within 14 days. And that's very good because we don't want to do this at odds with the government. We don't want to fight the government on this. We just want to create the awareness around government that if you're not able to run South Africa properly and turn and act in the best interests of your citizens, they're actually going to get on and do it on their own. And implicit in that is that you will become superfluous and your revenues will remain under pressure and your political fortunes will decline. But we would be terribly pleased, it would be the best thing that could happen, if we got out of Mr. Ramaphosa's response that he hears this, he takes it seriously and his government commits to working closely with any community that believes it's the victim of citizen abuse to put an end to that. And we explained what that would mean. It, it wouldn't mean a an, another committee. It wouldn't mean a, a, another speech about working together. What it would mean is removing from that community all the officials implicated in corruption. Removing them, not not doing something else with them, not talking about them, but not warning them, <laughs> removing them. Uh, uh, as as one example, the second thing would be to appoint, in terms of officials within that community, people selected on the basis of merit alone, because they can do the job, not because of their race, not because of their political loyalty, or nothing of the sort. That is the support communities need, and and we had some. Some other points we, 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 we made as well, of course, in, mm-hmm. including the that, that his government would do well to stop attacking the citizens by blaming them for the state of the country and threatening mm-hmm. the citizens and investors with ideas such as the expropriation of their businesses and their assets. So we mm-hmm. put the memorandum to the presidency. We, we're pleased at the response, but we've made it very clear that that, that that media statements, window dressing, conferences, assurances aren't going to cut it, and that communities in the country want to see a firm commitment on the part of the government to addressing the abuses to which citizens are subject, and have remained subject in the now almost three years that Mr Ramaphosa has been leading the ANC in the country.
1: In fact, what it really points to, and perhaps the you, it's the natural response that, from a government that has been in, in power for over two decades is forgetting that they are in fact civil servants. They are there to serve the people who voted them into power, not the other way around. And, and I think, it, as you say, a tipping point has been reached where, where the citizenry is starting to make the point that they are beholden to us, not the other way around.
0: Yeah. And well, I, I think exactly. that's an, a, a crucial of... leap. You've got to change the balance of power here and, and remind people of that. And it is encouraging that the response at the union buildings is good. Mm. That 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 the police did not abuse my young colleagues or assault them or threaten to arrest them. Terrible things that happen to so many young activists in, in in our country. And so far, so good. But but the proof of this will be in the firm actions that the government takes. And if you're a community that wants to get involved in this kind of campaign. You now have, because it's now on the agenda of the presidency, the capacity and the platform to reach out and to say we're part of the campaign to stop citizen abuse. These are the problems in our community. The local political leadership pays no attention to us, treats us with contempt. If you committed to stop this, can you can you please do the following for us? And this will be the test of whether the government's actually up to stopping Citizen
1: abuse. Um, and, France, finally, could I just ask you where can people go to with respect to the IRRs heading up of their campaign? Where can they go to to support us, to support them, so to speak?
0: Go to go to irr.org.za and, and click on the, the – it should be at the top of the page, the, the Stop Citizen Abuse. Fill your details in, fire them off to us. So that we know that you and your community are interested, we know a lot about campaigns, and we know that we are few. We we only a handful of people. We can't turn the country around for communities elsewhere, but we can create the circumstances and give you the platforms, and explain the options and create the pressure for communities to do it themselves. And and that's very important. You can't go from Where we are into a community and tell them we will, we will turn you around. That impetus has to come out of that community. We've now created a line directly into the presidency for communities to start that process. So get a hold of us directly. Put us, put your names, your communities on our radar so we know that you're there. And if you are interested in doing this in your community, we will support you in every way we possibly can in making sure that the political establishment here is aware of you, is aware of the pressure that you're going to create. And pressure breeds reform. It's the case every time. As I said three times already, all politics is about forcing a new balance of power. And if the political establishment here begins to see that this thing is gaining traction, they'll take it very seriously. And in that case, if you write a letter to Mr. Ramaposa and say, the citizen abuse thing is on our agenda. These are our problems in our community. The police are incompetent. The officials are corrupt. The licensing center is broken down. The public hospital is a disgrace. The electricity is always off and the water is toxic. Right. Yeah. And we, this is what we need to have. And this is allowed to, This. this is what must happen to stop it. Uh, you now have a direct line to, to 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 bring that kind of change about.
1: France, thank you very much. I think this is a campaign people will get behind in a way that even we, even campaigns we've done really well on. Um, this is unlike anything else. It really goes to the heart of everybody's uh, living and working life in South Africa. So thank you very much for coming on, and uh, I'll get you back to update us in yeah, due course.
0: Please. And thank you very much for the opportunity. Thanks, Ora.